You're listening to Nigeria Mentality, where we have conversations about love, traveling, controversial issues, and life in general. What's on your mind? I can see that you're thinking right now. What's deep inside? Uh, if you wanna, let's have a little conversation. Hello, hello, hello. Please don't do it. Peace of the Lord be with you. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Anomode and... My name is Ebenezer Oromwense. And you're listening to Nigeria Mentality. I think they already found out where yeah. they tuned in. <laughs> you still have to tell them, you know, all these things. You still have to sell them. Ebenezer is laughing at me because I said peace of the Lord yes. be with you. But the thing is, True. everybody needs peace because it's not such a bad thing telling somebody, hey, how are you? But giving them peace as prayer and letting yes, them hear about that, it. That's, you know? that's fair. That's fair. Well, this is the very first episode of Nigeria Mentality. So excited! I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we decided to tag it as Keeping Up with the Nigerians in Canada, Coronavirus Edition. Yep. The yep. initial plan was to talk about how being Nigerians in Canada and how coronavirus has affected our lives living mm-hmm. here in Ottawa, Canada. Mm-hmm. But with the recent climate, as of recording today, there's a whole lot happening in the world, especially in North America, especially in the US. Exactly. So we're also going to touch a bit on that. Yeah. But before we go into the heavy stuff, let's start with the soft things, you know, like the... You know, soft socks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Take it easy with you guys. But yeah, so I'll start with myself. So I came to Canada in 2017, followed my studies in law, Yeah. successfully finished that, and now working with a company, great company, recently got a promotion, thank God for that. Yeah, dab on him, <laughs> dab on him. I'm so old, guys, I know dab is old, but I know. But yes, so what about you, Anna? Well, I came to the country in 2018, also finished my studies in master's, does that make sense? Your studies are necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to oh, be done. Mind God. you guys, we're Nigerians. Yeah. English is not our first language. It is our official language, but not the first language. You know, so permit at us. the end of the day, it's not really our first language. It's our <laughs> official language. But yeah, I came in 2018, did my master's in law, and now I'm done. Glory be to God. And yeah, I happen to find myself in Canada under these circumstances, under these conditions. And today we are going to be diving deep into how we are surviving as foreigners in another country when all these things is, you know, happening. To go straight into it, would you have preferred to be in Nigeria? during this lockdown would you have preferred it yeah like being at home with your parents and everything <laughs> you see just because i know that i will send this postcard to my parents i just want to say mommy daddy i love you guys so much you know that i love you i know that you know that i love you but honestly i will say that i preferred that i stayed in this country to undergo this whole pandemic situation because I don't think that me and my parents would have survived if I stayed, <laughs> if I stayed in their house because we are all like grown-ups, me and my parents. Yes, yeah. I'm younger than them. Yeah. And it's their house. They have rules and regulations, but 
regardless of their rules and regulations, I have become my own sort of independent person yeah. where I have, I can make my thoughts, I can make, I, I have the, the, um, the power over my decisions and everything and yeah. they are trying to make me feel protected, trying to make me feel like they are overparenting. I won't say overparenting, but their yeah. parenting might be suffocating for me. So it's better that I, that's why I say, like, I love my parents, but it's better that I'm over here yeah. where I can face the pandemic with my friends who mm-hmm. want to be as choking <laughs> as my parents. Wow. I love you, mommy and daddy. I love you. I love you so much. You have to use that word. Okay. The C word came out. <laughs> How about you? How about you, Abeliza? Okay. Would you Would you have preferred Nigeria? I'm actually speaking? the opposite of you. I'm not going to lie. Of like, course. I'm, I'm just... the good child. He's like, eh-eh. <laughs> I would take that badge of honor. But yes, I would have actually preferred, if given the choice, I would have liked to be in Nigeria. Yeah. Because being at home with my parents, there's this sort of wisdom that I get from them at the time I'm alone with them. There's some words that my mom and dad have told me over the time of my life that have stuck with me. Like, there's something my mom always say. She says that one with God is majority. Mind you guys, we're Christians, so we're going to be Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. We Just believe so you know. in Jesus Christ that he <laughs> we're gonna, came. No. We're going to drop it down then. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so, so he says, so she says rather, um, one with God is majority. Mm-hmm. And I have always used that. I've always used that in everything I've done. Mm-hmm. So me being at home, locked down with them 24-7, yeah. trust me, they have their own rules and regulations that would probably drive me mad. <laughs> probably. But I still weigh the positives that will come out of being locked being in a lockdown situation yeah. with them anyway <laughs> being in canada during the lockdown has been great yeah. not going to lie like having the opportunity to work from home mm-hmm. and coming up with creative stuff while during the lockdown is yeah. really interesting like after freaking two years mm-hmm. We started the podcast. Like it's, yeah. It's incredible. And we started we, this we podcast <laughs> like years ago and then it just went hard side voicemail. And it then, really did. Like, yeah. Because this whole podcast thing came up from the idea of when we had that radio show back in... Um, um, university. Yes, uh, doing it during, during yeah. our undergrad. And then we yeah. were like, oh, we're going to push it into a podcast. And then we just left it until coronavirus started pandemic started and here we are yeah you, so, if you think about it like this i mean obviously i'm not here to say that the coronavirus has not left a negative impact in yes. the world but i'm seeing it from glass half full instead yeah. of glass half empty you know yeah. because at the end of the day there are people out there that have learned a lot of things i have friends that big things every day yeah they wouldn't <laughs> have had time to do that, to experiment in their cooking side. Yeah. I've had people that, they, there are so many good things I would say that have come out from this coronavirus as yeah. as much as the bad things, which is has to do with death. I mean, like me now, I'm here and I was eligible to be receiving 2K in my house. Oh, yeah, I just be sitting down. <laughs> I just be sitting true. down and I get 2K. That that's a good thing. Yeah. It's a blessing. That so yeah, coronavirus has, I mean, to be fair, right now we can't even see how coronavirus is affecting the world, Ebenezer again. What do you think about how every how it's like as if oh coronavirus was like um oh um I'm every other I, day. No, no. Yeah, coronavirus was like, um, I'm going right now, so racism, can you come on and like <laughs> feel it for me? <laughs> what, what we're laughing now, but it's still laughing issue. Yeah, but, it's but no no no. Just before we touch it, 
the whole racism and we just want to um, sympathize with everyone who's lost someone yeah. due to the COVID-19. It's a really painful thing to lose your loved ones. I, I've seen like different um, videos going around. Mm-hmm. A guy said he lost his dad literally in a week. The dad got um, really Co- sick yeah. from coronavirus yeah. and he was immunocompromised and one week later the man passed and they had to bury him two weeks later and they couldn't even be there with him mm-hmm. in the hospital because, because yeah yeah you have to keep distance so literally, literally through facetime through facetime rather mm-hmm. they saw the, he, he saw died. his parents his yeah. father die yeah and it was really sad and to think that 2020 was just going to be coronavirus be the apex like the climax of everything then we saw that a video of a young man running just taking a job yeah was released and then became an issue mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it became a huge thing when yeah. um george floyd lost his life mm-hmm. due to some uh, cop a racist cop for me just to say because there's it no other rational explanation yeah there's yeah. no other rational explanation explanation for it a racist cop put his knee knee on his neck and this man was begging for his life he did not stop. Now, yes, that is in the U.S. Quite all right, but here in Canada, in Brampton, Ontario, a man went to a black person's house and accused them of looking at his daughter the wrong way. Oh wow! So that's not the Wednesday evening. No, this is different. Okay. No, not wow. even the not even the balcony girl now. Like this one was not even the balcony girl. Like okay. this one, she like he. And his family were at home mm-hmm. and he just kept using all slow words calling them the n-word calling them porch monkeys like he went off for like a good 20 minutes and they had they caught all this on camera luckily in this instance no one lost their lives the mm-hmm. guy was arrested yeah and was charged and four charges were brought up against him including hate crimes which is great that's one thing i love about canada mm-hmm. it's that they are very quick to like punish any racist act, yeah. any sort of discrimination, like any sort of thing like that, they're yeah. very quick to do it. But it doesn't mean there are no people who are racist. And because of how nice Canadians can be, there's yeah. this attitude of being complicit or complicit. Mm. Before I came to this country, people say Canadians are so nice, are so <laughs> nice, are so nice. I don't think nice is the word to describe Canadians. Don't get me wrong, guys. I love Canada. I love Canadians. No love. I like Canadians. I know I love Canadians. I <laughs> Why love, did you bring? No, I Why love. Did you bring it down? <laughs> I love Canadians because they are all God made all of them. So yeah, I love yeah. them. But I won't say they are nice. I will say they are polite. Have you seen polite racism? You know, polite racism. I have. Like, I've like. For example, if I want to enter your building, because Ebenezer lives in this kind of bougie-ass building, if I want to enter his building... So, sorry, then please don't give out my address. <laughs> you don't know who's listening. <laughs> I'm not giving out your address. I'm just saying you're living in bougie. But anyways, when, if I'm entering, like, or if even you, you've told me the story, like, you're entering into your building, yeah. and people look at you, like, do you belong here? But they look at you, like, with the eyes, like, oh, do you belong here? Yeah. But with a smile. True. It's not it's not a frown, it's not aggressive. Yeah. Canadians are polite. So in their racism too, it's polite. Yeah. They are they are not aggressive or yeah. like Americans. Americans are 
America's America is another America is another story. In Mind you guys, she's saying this out of experience because she's been there a lot. <laughs> America, <laughs> especially Florida. <laughs> Florida, like America is another place entirely. That I mean, it's it's an episode on its own. True. America True. talking about America is an episode on its own. America and everything, especially everything that is happening now, because obviously as Nigerians we are identified as black people. Yes, one hundred percent. Even if, even if yeah. we like, yeah, we are identified as black people. And for the past one week, we've obviously been having this conversation. Yes. And I recently had had a conversation with somebody that was saying we have been protesting for a long time. Black people have been protesting for a long time, and it's not working. So we should use another strategy. We should come together and have a conversation and see how we will resolve this. Using that thinking capacity, you've removed yourself as being the victim yeah. to be, be be this problem solver. Because right now, they've been protesting police brutality on black young males, police brutality, and nothing has been happening. So, like, instead of protesting, black people should come together yeah. and sit down and think of how we can make this thing better. Because if we keep protesting to the white man, he's not gonna do it. <laughs> he's not gonna do it. We need to come together and, like, really have this conversation because, nah. But anyways. It is a very painful and touchy topic. And it's, it saddens us yeah. at, at in 2020, racism is still an issue. Like, it's really sad. Like, like yes, we've gotten past the time of it actually being overt. Like, now it's really hidden. Like, people, uh, like, like you said, the polite racism happening in Canada here, yeah, that's yeah. a lot. That, that is very rampant for a lot of black people. Like, someone can politely be racist to you here in Canada. Yeah. Like, I've had experience So where, many times. Like, the story you were alluding to. I had experience where I was literally walking into my own building mm-hmm. and I was trying to like catch up so the door doesn't close up on me. Mm-hmm. The guy gets all like suspicious. He had a suspicious <laughs> look on him. I was like, okay. And then we go into the elevator and I press my floor. He presses, I think like 26. No, he presses like 13th or something floor. I press the 26th floor and he's like, oh, I wanted to like press it for you with this, this brim. Like this brim is like, <laughs> Like he had his teeth They are always out. smiling. And I look at him like they are I, I, always I know smiling. They are racist. I didn't ask for your help, so I don't understand. But if you compare Canada to other places, when it comes to racism, it's not as bad. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's we're not there. going to measure it. We're not going to measure res- racism. Yeah. Racism is racism. Like just exactly. like a scene is a scene, racism is racism. It doesn't matter how you show it. As long as it's there, it's a problem. And because it's a problem, it needs to be addressed. So to end the podcast here, we're going to like just segue and let you guys know. For those of you who are wondering, because I had this conversation with a mutual friend that we have. I don't want to say her name. So she asked the question like for people who are non-racist. Yeah. Right. Is, Is being loving and accommodating enough? And that was a great question, you understand? Mm-hmm. Because it showed that there's the opportunity to learn, mm-hmm. you know? And that was when I was like, that is level one. Mm-hmm. That's step one. Mm-hmm. Being loving and accommodating, that is step one. Mm-hmm. 
Now there are other steps you need to take. And those steps are literally what I'm going to say now, which is one, you need to empathize. Yes. You need to be, like, yes. you need to show that you understand where that person is coming from. And when I say, I'm deliberately saying person and taking away the race out of it because it can apply both ways. It's not just a black and white issue. They're Hispanic people. And even here in Canada, they're indigenous people. Very much. They're Asian people. So it goes both ways. Yes. Like when this whole quarantine started, a lot of Asian people were being discriminated against and a lot of racist um, actions were taken against them. Like people were just pushing um, Asian people, speeding in their faces, yeah. saying, oh, you ate bad soup and look all of us now. That's sad, <laughs> yeah. you know? So first, empathize. Yeah. Secondly, speak out. Like, here's the thing. I don't know if Anna is going to agree with me, but here's the thing with speaking out. We're not saying become social justice warriors. Like, if you want to become a social justice warrior, go ahead. By all means. <laughs> but if you're asking yourself, like, are you telling me to be a social justice warrior? No. I'm saying be human enough to see racist or see anything that seems like racism. And by anything, it's very clear. Like someone being judgy based on someone's skin color, hair texture, how the person speaks, yeah. accent, or where the person's from. When you see that, speak out. Speak out and call the person out because when you do that, it, it, it kind of sends a message out to racist mm-hmm. that they do not have any complicit or complacent ally. Yeah, exactly. And, and it makes those of us who are anti-racist know that we have other allies mm-hmm. who are not just the same skin color or a minority like us, but actually people who are human. Yeah. And then take action. Take action like you can donate. You can donate to causes that fight against discrimination. You can even like go and join the protest if you feel like. Like there's a yeah. protest as of today recording. Yeah. A protest will be happening on in the fifth of June. Yeah. On, on Friday. On Friday. Around that's the Parliament area. Funny enough, that's when this podcast is gonna come out. Like you guys are gonna <laughs> be listening funny. to us mm-hmm. when the protest is probably happening. And then, lastly, be humane. What that means is be compassionate. You know, show compassion. And don't show compassion in a condescending way or because you have to. Do it because you are seeing that person as human first. Because when you see someone as human first, it's easier for you to relate to that person. Exactly. Because if you see, oh, she's from Nigeria, I'm from Ghana, so I'm going to go look. I'm not Ghanaian actually, guys, I'm Nigerian also, just so you know, because she just gave me the look. (laughs) It's just an example of me saying that, yeah, so you're from um, Nigeria, I'm from Ghana, so I'm yeah. going to relate with my Ghanaians first yeah. and feel that affinity with my Ghanaians. But when you identify someone as being human first, you can share that human affinity. Exactly. Yeah, so once again, empathize. Speak out. Take action. And be humane. So the Nigerian proverb for today is the habits that a child forms at his or her home will determine how they behave in society.